Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson, and today we are joined by Jana Short, renowned global influencer and award-winning mindset coach in the health and wellness industry. Jana is also a best-selling author and the host of the Oh My Health, There Is Hope podcast, and that is just what we're going to be talking about today, finding hope in all things. Jenna shares her incredible journey with us, and we dive into how changing the stories we tell ourselves can truly change our lives. If you want to know the first steps to creating wellness, finding through love, or creating the life you desire, don't miss this episode. Jenna, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Julie. I'm excited to be here. So I know your incredible story, and as we were chatting earlier, I know that when you were three-year-old, you didn't wake up one morning and say, I want to be the most amazing mindset coach ever. So I would love to have you share your journey with listeners. And how did you get to be doing what you are doing today? Wow. Let me tell you, that was completely not something I planned for or scheduled into my life or prepared for, but I was an interior designer. It's what I went to school for. And I did really well with it. I was very successful here in Los Angeles with a very big interior design company. And then one day I got sick and I didn't actually get sick. Like it wasn't an illness that knocked me down. I had a, something called a hyenal hernia. And by the way, everybody gets these they are super common, especially as you get older. And I would never have had surgery on it, except for this hyenal hernia had twisted. And when it twists, it lacks blood flow, which means it'll like die and open up and it would cause me to get septic. So I went ahead and did this surgery and on my recovery journey from this surgery, I kept thinking every time I eat, I kept telling my husband, every time I eat food, I feel like it's poisoning me. I'm in pain. I'm miserable. Like it's horrible. And then I started looking pregnant and people would come up and say, congratulations on your baby. And you're like, well, first of all, thank you. Cause I'm 51 for thinking I could have a baby. <laughs> but I'm not pregnant. And I couldn't figure out why my stomach literally looked like I was seven or eight months pregnant. And, and I was not going, like I tell people pay attention, go to the doctors. And I was, I was going to the doctors, what's happening. Well, you need to eat less. You need this, you need that. And I was trying all the things and nothing was changing until I ended up in the emergency room one night in so much pain because this was super painful. And they went ahead and did a CAT scan on my stomach. And they were like, I remember being super drugged and them asking me questions like, what's your diet like? I'm like, what do you mean? What's my diet like? Do you eat your hair? And I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> Who eats their hair? Apparently it's a thing. Some it, is a it, is, it is a thing, but <laughs> well, I have this massive beezer, which is just a collection of something that's not exiting your stomach and cats get them all the time. My husband who's a veterinarian is like, she has a hairball, <laughs> but it was food that couldn't exit my stomach. And what I found out after months of 
going to the hospital, getting IVs and being fed through a tube. I found out that when they did this hiatal hernia surgery, they had damaged my vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve is so important to your body, which by the way, I knew nothing about. I know so much about it now. But if you think your brain and your spinal column, right, control everything, well, your vagus nerve, I think I'd rather go with my a spinal cord injury than a vagus nerve injury. It controls temperature of your body. It, it controls the way you digest. It literally paralyzed my stomach and my digestive tract. But the body's kind of perfect, right? It, it adapts, right? So my stomach will expand. What's <laughs> expanding with this food that couldn't exit? And I should have taken a cue from the fact that my hair was falling out and all these things are happening. So the whole way to fix this was to have a stomach gastrectomy, which meant completely remove my stomach. And I went in for this surgery thinking, okay, well, this will fix it all. I know I'm going to have some troubles eating food and getting nutrients in, but I'll figure that out. And it dehissed just the whole thing I was trying to avoid with the hyenal hernia. It dehissed. I became septic. It, my body was being fed something called TPN, which is a synthetic that they feed you to give you nutrients that you need. They do it for people in comas or after surgeries. It's something they give you to keep nourishing your body. And my body said, no. It, my organs started shutting down. Like, I don't know what that is, but we are not okay with it. And so I was going into liver failure, kidney failure, and it was just going downhill, including being septic and all these drugs being pumped into my body. So after um, being in the hospital for two months, <laughs> literally, they wow. asked me, do you want to go home? We can make you comfortable there, or we can make you comfortable here. And all my brain kept firing off was, you, I wasn't sick when I came in here. Like, yeah, I had issues, but I wasn't dying. What's happening. I just want to go home. So I came home and knew I had a few weeks before everything started shutting down. My daughter brings me, this is the most miraculous part. And this is all about mindset, by the way, this whole story is leading into the mindset. I came home and my grandson who was born days before I went into surgery, I was able to be there at his birth go in for the surgery. And two months later, my daughter brings him to see me. And I, all I could think about when I was holding him was how will he have a memory of me? How will he remember the simplest things? Like what it sounded like when we laughed together, right? Or I still remember hugging my grandmother and her smell like that perfume she wore and how will he have the simplest memories of me? So I decided to create a memory with my grandson. How do I do that? I'm dying. I don't have any energy. can't really get out of bed. <laughs> well, how am I going to create a memory? And I actually found a way and I got online and I typed in the words, desperate for health answers, holistic options, because I knew modern medicine had failed me. I, my husband's a veterinarian. He knew nothing that could help me. Two of my daughters were in med school. They're like, we only get a semester of nutrition and all the nutrition we learn about is how it interacts with drugs, not how it supports the body. And so I started looking and it is like, where on earth can you sit on your deathbed or wherever you're, you're currently at in your health journey, type in those amazing words that are you're searching for answers for and extend your reach literally across the globe. And get those beautiful answers. Like, where is that possible? But also with that comes a lot of craziness, right? A lot of people who are rolled out of bed and said, hey, people are making money at doing this. I'm a natural path today. Yeah. And they start selling products or whatever it is they're doing. And you know what? 
you're going to run into that no matter where you're going to run into bad doctors, bad people on the internet. You just got to put on your thinking cap and understand that, hey, if it looks too good to be true, probably isn't true. And there's no quick fix for anything. It usually is a process, a journey that you're going to take. And because I had medical people behind me would say, that is a joke. That is not going to work because I was in that desperate mode. And I actually found help. Here I am literally on April 5th will be 10 years since my surgery. So I'm a decade out of that. No change in my diagnosis. My stomach did not grow back. I still struggle getting nutrients in my body, but I am thriving in this diagnosis. And I'm telling you, it was from that mindset. I never told my body I was going to survive this. We're going to get through this. We're going to survive. I told my body, I'm here today. I'm going to make a memory with someone I love. And how do I make that happen? What is my plan for making a memory right now in the moment? And that's how I literally have strung together a decade of creating this. As I started creating it, I understood, wow, what the heck? I've had this beautiful brain with me since birth. And why haven't I tapped into it? How is this even possible? What is happening and what is going on? And I wanted to know what what mindset was all about, what the story that I am telling my brain it is following whether I subconsciously are telling it, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I'm fat, I can't do this, I can't manage that. That's what it's hearing. It's like, you're right, you can't. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen. We're going to protect you. I'm or sick, I'm dying. Yes. Yeah. Or I can't do this job anymore. These people are driving me insane, right? <laughs> like it, it protects you. But what if we start changing that story, that beautiful story between our ears? Just by swapping out some words that we're using. For instance, when people keep telling me they're going to lose weight, I'm like, stop saying you're going to lose something because our mind says we can find that. We got to look for it. If you've lost your car keys, you're frantic, right? Or if you lost your kid in a store, you're like running around. Start saying to your brain, we're releasing this. We're letting it go. Those couple little things literally change the outcome. And so I, I had to learn all about technology in the interior design world. I was all in the feel, the touch, the creation. I didn't have to do a whole lot online. And I had a team who did the designs online for me. So I had to learn all of that. And I kept saying, I can't do this. I can't learn this <laughs> app. Now I change that. And I say, oh, I haven't learned that yet. So mm-hmm. what my brain all of a sudden heard, all the neurons start firing up. We're going to learn something. She says she hasn't learned it yet. That means something's coming. Let's get ready. And so these little teeny mindset trips are ticks. tips that you give your brain, they start making a change and a roadmap. So literally everything you need for relationships, weight loss, business building, creating anything you already possess. I'm telling you between these beautiful ears, like we didn't have electricity and Edison never had it before he created it. And so you don't have to have all the things to make a beautiful plan to create where you're going to go. So that's kind of where I started on mindset. It literally was not something I researched as a kid. Uh, When I went to school, I would have said mindset, that woo woo stuff, (laughs) like not for me. And it wasn't until the universe opened a big sliding glass door and pushed me through it (laughs) that I started recognizing what the power of mindset is. Wow. And for those of you that are listening on audio, you have to know, take the time to, if you're not familiar with Jana, look her up. She is the vision of health and vitality 10 years post this whole trauma. So if you, if you're one of those people who hears the word mindset and goes, you know, not at, let's not another talk on mindset. This is amazing gold and, and 
you know, when she says you can create anything, including health, that is absolutely true. So thank you for sharing that, that story with listeners. It always amazes me. So many of my listeners have, you know, faced chronic health challenges often, sometimes it, it is acute or sudden or the onset feels sudden, but often it's because, you know, things are slowly declining and we maybe are ignoring them or tolerating them for a while until they get to a head. And, and what I love so much about your story is, you know, well, aside from the fact that it's everything that I want to stand on a mountain and preach <laughs> um, is re- because that was for me, I spent 11 years in decline telling myself I was sick, I was dying, I was all those negative things. And it wasn't until I said, well, maybe I wasn't even as absolute. Now I know, like if I had just planted all of that sooner, oh my gosh. But, you know, like you said, we have to kind of get, we sometimes need those intense journeys to to bring us through to the other side in such a way that that would be, you know, I would be gentler. I wouldn't want to shake people awake and say, hey, listen. And so I want to, I mentioned it in your bio, but I, I love that you included in your story. You went online, right? You were looking for answers. I'm guessing, although you found them, it wasn't super easy 10 years ago. This wasn't where I was going to go with the talk, but I do want to touch on this kind of out of our personal need we create, right? This is why I do it. what I do. This is what you're doing, what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about what, what amazing, beautiful gift you have online for people that are searching for holistic wellness, searching for answers. So Julie, that's a really good question because there are amazing people out there like yourself, right? And the people that I found that offered me help and support that were educated in that field to help me. There are people out there like that, that that are incredible, but it's super hard to find them because we we get, we see the sparkly, the shiny, right? Oh, that's so pretty. I think I can do that instead of like really listening to our intuitive side and looking. So what I started, well, first I wrote a book called, Oh, My Health, There Is Hope. And it became a bestseller one week after the release. And I'm like, why? But I realized it was because I was sharing stories. Those, we call those heartbeats, right? When I share personal fall, a personal heartbeat of mine is something I struggled with, but here I am on the other side to tell you, you can do this. Those are heartbeats we send out in our journey and they connect with the right people and start pulling them back into our space. And so I, I created a podcast right after that, that we have like over 300,000 subscribers to the podcast already. It's by the way, I say already, it's almost three years old. So it's not incredible. No, it's amazing. But it's just me thinking, People want to hear these stories. So then I started asking experts that were promoting themselves online, what do you do? Why? What's your story? The minute I heard their story, I understood. I connected the dots. I understood their passion behind it. They were educated. They were passionate about it. They showed up for their clients. How many of you have bought something online and you got a bunch of PDFs, a couple of videos, and then there you were left to struggle with figuring out how to get through the process. And that's hard. Some people can learn that way, but not me because I'm that perfectionist, right? Am I doing this right? Wait a minute. She said that. And my brain is trying to put everything together. 
I need somebody there to, to walk me through. That's what I paid for. And so I started looking for um, people like that. And we started giving them some space on the podcast. And then it got so big that people kept asking for, this is so funny, a newsletter. And I'm like, I don't have time for a newsletter. I got my coaching, my podcast. Like, when do I have time to do a newsletter? Wait. I talk to these people every single day and I ask them their story and I trust them. I've, I've vetted them. They're amazing. What if I asked them to give me an, a small article for my newsletter? And they started coming in like crazy, tons of them. And so I, I created this magazine called Best Holistic Life and I started publishing it. Now we have over 500,000 subscribers and that's only two years old. And you can go and get Best Holistic Life. It will always be free. The digital copy is always free. It's beautiful. You even turn the pages and you hear whoosh, like the pages are turning. It It is is beautiful. It's as close to holding something as you can get online. We do have it in hard copy as well. Like you can go to Amazon, get it on Kindle. It's going to be available in bookstores. So you can get it in a lot of other places. But for me, my heartbeat is the digital. Here's why. If I'm reading about this in the UK, I'm in Alaska and I'm in a remote area and I just happen to have this beautiful digital magazine and I read about someone like Julie. Wow, that person can really change my life. I can click a button and I'm in her world. And for me, that was everything. When I made that connection, like we have a few seconds because our brains are so busy moving forward, right? That we forget about Julie. But if I'm reading her and I immediately connect, I can click a button. I'm in her world. Sign up for a newsletter. I can go to something um, like a free quiz that she has or something to learn more about her. And I get to start that bonding process with her before I offer her money for her services. I get to know her. And so we created the magazine for that. So my whole business came from me being sick, knowing how scary that was. Not everybody has a support system in the medical field that I have, and they are duped a lot. And it's not your fault if you're duped, right? Don't fit there. Like, why did I fall for that? You are in a very vulnerable state. You're scared. You're feeling desperate. You're trusting somebody. There's never anything wrong with trusting someone. Shame on them when they they devalue that trust. But you should always be in that trusting state, knowing that, okay, well, that sounds a little too good to be true. So maybe not for me. Like, I understand there's work in getting healthy. I understand there's work in changing my mindset. I I love that beautiful journey that I'm going on. And when I tell you guys, this 10-year journey wasn't all me getting healthy. I, in the meantime, had to have a double mastectomy and a hysterectomy. Found out I had a blood clotting disorder, which I have to take injections for twice a day to keep from getting pulmonary embolisms. But do the whole thing, I can't tell you how joyful my heart was. And my mindset's like, oh, Thank goodness you found that, right? Now I can deal with it. I didn't even know it was sitting there, that little clotting system. I didn't know that that was a problem, but that it almost killed me. Having said that, now I got tools to deal with it. I understand it. I'm so grateful for it. So on my journey this whole time, it wasn't like super easy, (laughs) but it was worth every step of it. Well, and I love that you shared even more about your ongoing journey because it is a journey. We are here on this planet to continue to experience and grow and journey. And, and again, that mindset, I, you are the only person who has had across me talking about, you know, well, I don't have a stomach and I have a clotting disorder. And I, it, with this sunshine beaming out of your person, you know, and so you, it is, It doesn't mean, oh, we create this. Okay. Maybe it takes a process to create this mindset. And then life is, you know, 
rainbows and roses for the rest of my days. No, we have to create that every day and get up every day and make that choice. And you are such a shining example. And the magazine is, it's such an amazing place to, you like you said, you've, you've vetted, you've curated. It's a, it's a place to go to find trusted help. And so I am, I'm excited to be a contributor and I, I love reading it. I love connecting, as you know, with people in my field. And, and so I'm always reading it and, and learning, you know, oh, what's this, what's somebody doing in this field? And there's, there's just an amazing network of professionals there. So I'm really glad that you decided you didn't have time for a newsletter. <laughs> I am too. I am too. <laughs> it worked out so well. So I want to, we, you use the word mindset. I use the word mindset. It, I feel like it's used a lot, almost as an umbrella term. So can you define for listeners when you say mindset? I know I heard you touched on it already, but just clearly, you know, what do you mean? Is it the, is it really just the power of positive thinking? What is it? So no, you can't, I mean, the power of positive thinking definitely is a huge <laughs> building block for what you have to do. We always have to take action, right? Yes. You always have to move towards where it's pulling you. But for me, mindset is all about creating that beautiful roadmap, right? Between our ears, whatever that looks like. If you're trying to build a successful business, if you're trying to find the love of your life, I'm telling you, all that means is that you have to work on yourself to attract that right person. Because if I go out as not who I am, I'm I'm dressed in heels. I never wear heels. I'm um at a, I'm at a sports game because you know there's a lot of guys there, but I hate sports. Like think about what you're putting out into the world. That's what you're attracting back, and so. It's all between those beautiful ears. And if you create a roadmap, your brain has no choice but to follow it. That it, it doesn't do it. It's not like it starts doing its own thing. For instance, when I was first learning how to use a computer really well, I kept saying, there's something wrong with this. It's doing this and it's doing that. And they're like, they would just keep saying it's um, user error. User, I'm like, no, it's not. It's like, it doesn't put in its own information. Whatever you give it is what it's processing. And our brains are exactly like that. So there's no user error. We did something wrong <laughs> and we have to go back and correct it. My hardest thing that I'm working on in 2022 is not being judgmental. Right. And I would like to say I'm perfection. I've worked 10 years on myself and I'm never judgmental. And I am, let me tell you, since I started working on it, I I'm going to use this one example, right? I has saw a girl at a store walk in and she was very overweight. I maybe over 300 pounds and she had biker shorts on and a crop top. And I looked at her and my first thing was, Ooh, what the hell is she thinking? Somebody should have stopped her. And I heard that go in my brain, trigger off. And I immediately said to myself in my head, like, this is not a conversation I'm having right. in the world. <laughs> Stop. Wow. Look at that girl's body confidence. Like she is rocking okay. that outfit. And I see her, she was smiling when I really opened up and looked, this girl was smiling. She was, there was full of joy. And until I told my brain, what? No, look at her rocking that body. I wish I could wear something like that and walk into a store in my sixties and rock it. But that I recognized immediately something different about her. So I still struggle with it on a daily basis. I, the first instinct that pops up 
because we are judgmental. Like, did she wear that last week? Or she, what is this happening? Or what'd she do to her hair? Like, I can't imagine. Like, our brains are thinking that, but we can immediately stop that and we can change that directive. And I know that there's never going to be anyone in the world that's ever non judgmental. Having said that, it's a fun journey to go on <laughs> to start correcting that. So for me, it's building that roadmap, stop tr- that, that train of thought. So after I have that thought pop in and I redirect it a few times, it's going to not pop up as much. And then pretty soon it's not going to pop up at all. And so I know like when gays first come out, we were like, oh, I don't know. Can I get on the bandwagon? I want to say yay for you, but I'm afraid people are going to judge me. And now people are like, I don't care what you think. I love everybody. <laughs> and I'm going to, so it's going to like, sort our brain works the same way. It's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just tricking myself. Pretty soon it comes up less and less and less till it never pops up when I see someone dressed that way, right? I just immediately start seeing that body confidence, that joy in their face, and it just changes that thought process. So I'm building a roadmap, removing a lot of things that I am very judgmental on and swapping those out for things that are more beautiful so I can see what's really going on. So that's for me, what mindset is, is creating a roadmap to wherever I want to go. And doing the action behind it. So my action was recognizing it, stopping it, saying to my brain, no, you're missing the beautiful body confidence this girl has. I don't know anybody, a lot of people that would walk out with perfect bods dressed like that, but she does. And look at the smile on her face. So I'm having my brain do the work, right. And recognizing that. So pretty soon it'll just, that's, what's going to trigger when I see things like that. I love that. That's so amazing. I always say, whether we're talking about diet or water intake or mindset, that recognizing that awareness of where you are, we all, that voice is going all the time, whether it's turned outward or inward. Part of what I work with, with the, the my clients on healing is, you know, identifying that voice. I call it often, especially with, well, be weird if it was with the men, but with the women I work with, I call it the mean girl voice. You know, when we're talking about ourselves and that's, so that's something that, that as I've been doing this work with my clients, I've been doing with myself. That was a huge focus for me last year was focusing on changing my pattern of judgment about myself. And it's, I love the story you shared because that has, I, I have had that same exact experience in flipped, where when I see that person in the store, you know, with lots of rolls and skin, and, and you're right, big smile, beautiful heart showing, I think, wow, look at that confidence, yeah. uh, you know. I need to, I need to up level. Like, here's where I can, not that I need to leave the house and something I'm uncomfortable in, but like she can be comfortable in that. Like I can at least be comfortable in what I'm wearing today. Right. Like that's a, it's an ongoing process. And, and but that awareness, you can't change something if you don't know where you're starting. You just 100%. can't. I think yeah. that being aware, I call it sibling myself. So a lot of you may not know who Sybil is, right? Because <laughs> it's an older movie from with Sally Field, if I remember correctly. But um, yes. <laughs> I literally, uh, let's use this, for example, real quickly. For all of you who had kids when they become teenagers, I know every single mom has had this moment where your kid's late. And the later they are, the more the anxiety, you're fearful and you're calling people like, where are they? And you, you just feel all this 
fear. And then they walk in the door and that fear immediately changes into anger. Like you are yelling at them, screaming, don't be late. You need to call. Why didn't you call? And so those things trigger later in life with us, right? And so I civil myself. The minute anger pops up in me, I literally say, give me a minute. Cause I have to like, where's that coming from? Like, why did that make me so angry? Like it's, I'm responsible for the way I respond, right? They're not responsible. I'm not responsible for what they do, but the way I react, I need to know where that's coming from. So I take a moment to sibyl myself. And it, it did a lot when I started doing this with my kids. Like, why did I get so angry? Where did that come from? I love them. Why am I so mad? And then I usually fear. realize it came <laughs> from fear. Like I could kill you for scaring me like that. <laughs> but then when I realized it was fear and I portrayed, like you scared me to death, please, you have to yes. call me. I'm telling you, they react much better. I always, mom, I think I might be five minutes late. Yes, I don't yes. want you to be scared because they don't want to scare you. But when you act in anger, it's like, I don't care. She's going to get mad for an hour and I'll be fine. <laughs> yes. It's so, so true. It's amazing. I, I love the, again, and I love that you use, you know, people again, they hear mindset and they think like not tangible. It's not helpful. It's not constructive. So I love this idea of roadmap. You know, you are creating the, you're designing your, and this is how you talk about changing our story changes our life, right? This is, this is what we get to do. It's, it's amazing. You, again, I'm going to ask it's, it's all been woven in there. You know, why, like, why is this your life's purpose? Why is creating that mindset? Like it feels like everything. And why, why is this like the thing? For me, I, it's the thing because I have seven beautiful grandchildren and I see them struggling with the same things every kid struggles with, right? They go from the ages of 16 to I think five. So seven of them in that group and they're all going through different things, right? Some of them like struggle a little bit with being bullied. Some of them, like they're, whatever they're struggling with, I want them to understand where that person's coming from when they're re- doing that and their reaction matters. And I want them to understand that 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 person's opinion shouldn't devalue them. And we let, we let scales devalue our, how we appear in life. Like I, I used to get on scale every single day and that set my tone. Oh my gosh, I gained two pounds. I couldn't get out of my brain the whole day. Right. And so I don't want numbers on a scale. What somebody else tells you to devalue you or your husband, you got all dressed up to go to dinner. He never once mentioned that you were wearing a new dress. That should not matter. The only voice in our heads or in our lives that should matter is our own, our own opinion of ourselves. So for me, creating that powerful mindset is not just changing for me or even my grandkids. I'm hoping that it creates a generational change where we can tap into that beautiful brain of ours and create those stories. Things are going to happen. Terrible things are going to happen. We're going to have trauma. We're going to have lots of things, but that's part of the beautiful journey. I would never give up being sick and almost dying ever because I know that that was a heartbeat that was given to me. It was a gift to me and gave me two options, right? I could lay in bed and die or I can start creating that beautiful memory with my grandchildren. And so you got options, the whole road, there's like your whole journey, there's different routes to take, but if you have the correct mindset, you're going to always be drawn or pulled intuitively into the place that's right for you. So I always listen to my gut when I'm moving forward. 
I always create a roadmap of where I want to go. Like I see it, I visualize it. I tell my brain, this is where we're going. And they're like packing their bags, right? My brain's like, yeah, we are. We, we're going to need this. Yes, we are. Let's get this done, right? We're going to need that. Yes, we are. I think I need to learn this. Oh, we're ready for learning. Let's, let's go. So the minute I start planning that roadmap, not only I tell people in, in um, interior design, that was my passion. I thought, and I loved doing it. I love creating and textures and designing. It was fun, but it wasn't my passion. And when I ran into roadblocks, it was like stressful in this business. I have things going wrong all the time. Like I'm a one man show here and things go wrong all the time. I had my one magazine released two weeks early and I'm like, what happened? But it was already out there. Like, and I'm like, that's okay. The universe is telling me this needs to go out now. Somebody needed to see something in there in that moment, right? Somebody was at their wit's end. Yes. When you have the right roadmap now, the hard things are even easy. You're like, oh yeah, I got that. I, I, my brain's prepared for that. That's no big deal. It just doesn't seem hard for me anymore. It Everything seems easy because I'm leaning into the right path. I'm following the map that my brain has prepared for me that I told it to prepare for me. So I think that mindset, if I can help right now with mindset, I know that when I leave this beautiful world, that it changes out. It creates this ripple effect that goes out and changes generationally. And I may never see the effects of what's going on that I'm putting into the world, but I know, I have no doubt that it's going to create a generational change where people are creating more beautiful mind maps for themselves, learning more, like being less judgmental, catching themselves saying that, like, why did I say that? I don't even know that person. And creating a beautiful, different roadmap for themselves. Like, wouldn't that world be great in a couple of decades? Like, if that really happened? And it is happening. And and it is so true that it's, you know, you didn't just save yourself. You have impacted hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives because of that ripple effect, anybody who has listened to your podcast or read your book or read the magazine, you know, even if it's just one article and, and yeah, we don't get to know, you know, it's that butterfly effect, right? We don't get to know how many links down the road, you know, that, that, that has traveled. I just was saying that yesterday to a client, she was bragging on, she was, you know, offering, somebody some advice about some you know possible health improving avenues to take because she has completely turned her health around and i was like that's why I, you know i guess i'd love helping you but this is why i do what i do is that ripple effect you know this is how we can create that bigger impact i love it so what is one step that listeners can take today to start to improve their lives. Like the, just at the most simplest level, they want to get started right now. One thing they start cleaning up your potty talk. And I'm talking about the potty talk in your brain about yourself. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. All those things that are playing in your head. The first thing you could do is just be aware of it. Like, where did that thought come from? Sometimes they've been coming for so long. You don't even hear them anymore. Right. Yeah. But if you and start, sometimes they're not even yours. <laughs> they're never yours, by the way, everything in our brains come from somewhere, right? We started out as infants learning. So it's yeah. things heard. It's like, so they're not yours. So you can be like, pack that up. Ooh, I just heard that. <laughs> I heard you. That's yeah. not true. And it sounds so silly, but it does work. You can definitely change the imprint on your brain to move in a different direction by just wreck. I see you. I hear you. Right. 
but that's not true. That was my mom's voice. That was my aunt's voice. That was my coworker's voice. And it's not mine. Pack it up and let it go. It, I'm telling you, it sounds so simple, but it really does work. Think about it as removing a bug from your internet, right? Like my computer's not working. I'm running the drive. I'm pulling out this bug and now it's gone. Now my computer's running beautifully. Our brain is kind of a big computer. And when we start recognizing those thoughts because we are just trying to get through life. We're trying to survive. We're trying to do the best we can. And those things have been going on for so long. We don't even know that it's part of our, part of our being, but if you start listening, you're going to start hearing those and just start working on one or two and moving those, recognizing them. That wasn't you. Oh my gosh. I think my mom told me that my mom once told me when I wanted to go to college, girls who go to college and get smart, do not get married. Mm -hmm. Men are feel threatened by married women. You cannot be smarter than your husband. You cannot make more than him because he will leave you and he won't feel like a man. I believe that gotten rid of all of those stories <laughs> that she told me that. Right. And yeah. uh, like, I, yeah. I dumbed up. I remember going into the boardroom, dumbing up, like, and yeah. then I would turn to the guy next to me and say, you know what I think? And I would tell him and I'm like, oh, since he repeated, that's a great idea. You should do that. And I would make it be their idea so that nobody would look at me like, why is she talking? Right. So it, it stayed with me. My mom wasn't trying to hurt me. That was no. her idea of perfection, right? Getting a husband that takes care of you and being that the little woman at the house, by the way, for those of you who do that, yay right. for you. That is yeah. okay. If that is where you want to be, but I wanted to go to college. <laughs> and so I, I had a, hear that voice and think that was my mom. That wasn't me. I can compete with men. I can be in the same platform as them and hold my own and not be disrespected or, or push them off. And I had to remove that. So there's things in your head that you're going to hear pop up. And I just want you to recognize them. So that's not my voice. That's someone else's voice. And I don't need that here anymore. I'm okay. I'm an adult now. I can take care of myself. I got control of this and let it go. I love that. And I love, I know you called it sibling yourself. I, I love that. Yeah. It's yes. First, we need to recognize the voice, but I, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, talk back, yep. whether it's acknowledging a lot of those stories come from, you know, the, it's something that protected us once, you know, these old patterns that we have. Thank you. I don't need that anymore. Let it go. But that recognizing. So yeah, start start listening for what's what you're saying to yourself or what is being said to yourself is an amazing place to start. And and I love what you said. You know, it doesn't matter if it's improving health or finding true love or getting your dream job or creating your dream business, whatever it is. It, it works. This is this is the number one necessary place to start. So that is unbelievable. We were get, we'll share the links um, in the show notes. But for those that are kind of like me that listen on the go and may not take the time to stop and click links in the show notes, what's the best place for listeners to find you? Well, I have a website, janashort.com. And of course, the magazine website is just bestholisticlife.com. You could just click free subscription and we'll send you a magazine on a monthly basis when they come out. You get to read all the new articles and meet all the new people that we want to introduce to you. Which is an amazing gift for everybody. It, it really is. I can't encourage listeners enough to go sign up for that magazine. Jana, thank you so much. You have shared some amazing gold with us today. Thank you. I had so much fun, Julie. I'm so grateful that you invited me today. I always love chatting. So we'll have to have you back.
<laughs> Thanks. I'd love that. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.